Well, I just want to. I just want to thank people. Just want to be thankful to start with. You know, thank you for everyone coming this evening. You know, you encourage each other just by being here. You didn't have to come tonight, you could have stayed home and watched television. But you chose to come here and be encouraged and to also give joy to other people by being here. And you've given something tonight just by coming. And you will reap joy. Joy comes from giving. Really joy comes from giving. And often you don't want to go to church, you don't want to get your good clothes on and get out and go to church. You might be feeling a bit rough and you think, well, I'm just going to stay at home and not go You may well have lots of excuses to stay at home and not go out. But inside there's that little voice going, go to church, go to church. <laughs> and you obey that voice and you go out. And so often you come back happy. And, and so often you come back healed. And you go, you always come back with joy. You know, the whole world is looking for joy. There's people out there today that they're, they're putting their money on horses, hoping to win some money so they'll have some joy. There's other people that are drinking. Looking for joy. Alcohol. And but joy is found in the things of God. Now I also want to just thank Shagan and Brother Service for doing such a good job with this church. Now these guys show up every week. Every, every service, they're here. And they spend time in the God's Word. And they got something good from God for you. And they're, they're teaching you how to receive from God. And what we're going to talk about now is how to receive more from God. One of the things Shagan said at the beginning is 
when you look at men and you want to receive from men, they so often let you down. But when you look to God, He does come through and He makes you happy. The last person I want to thank is Teodora, who was doing her exams this week, but we dragged her out of the flat to come and translate for us. We just want to thank Teddy for coming out specially tonight for translating for us. Amen. You know, we... You know, we believe Jesus died on a, on a much bigger cross than that one up there. And he didn't hang on a cross so that we could get sad and just go, oh, poor Jesus, he's bleeding. Oh, poor Jesus, he's hurting. Some people do. They, they come into services, they look at Jesus hanging on the cross, and they cry. Now Jesus did hang on the cross and it was a terrible punishment that he took for us. But he did it for me. So he, he, he took my punishment for my sins so I don't have to have a punishment for my sins. He took, he took my poverty so that I might have his riches. And we've already said it, he said he took my sicknesses so that I might be healed. And so why Shagan is talking about having an attitude of gratitude is because we want to be in a position to receive from God. You see, when you this chap in the front, okay, I'm looking at this guy here on the front row here. I'm going to chuck this bottle at him. And he's going to catch it or receive it. You ready? He received it. But he was looking at me. I told him. 
I told him it was coming. And he was in a position to get it. But if he had his eyes closed, if he was looking the other way, that same bottle could have come over and just landed on the floor at his feet. We all know that in football, you've got to be in the right place to receive the ball, to shoot the goals. So I want to just talk about a few I want to get through a few passages about receiving from God. The first one is in the book of Acts. I think it's chapter 14. Yeah, sure. Acts chapter 14. Yeah, yeah. Acts chapter 14 and verse 7. It says, and they were preaching the gospel there. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. So this man needed healing. He, he never walked in his whole life. His, his legs were just little, tiny little legs. And this man heard Paul speaking and Paul observed him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. And then Paul said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet and he leaped and he walked. Now, a great miracle was done here. A man, maybe my age, who'd never walked in his life, was suddenly leaping and walking. That doesn't happen in the natural. You're born with weak legs, you die with weak legs. Now this is the same thing that without God nothing really ever changes everything remains the same. So without God, if we come back to Stalipanova in five years' time, and in ten years' time, and in fifteen years' time, not much is going to change. People are going to be born, people are going to get married, and people are going to die. And life carries on. And life isn't much fun without God. Life is tough at the best of times. There's a curse out there that wants to destroy us. But the great thing is we are not without God. But this man to receive this miracle had to do something. 
И самият този човек, за да получи това изцерение, за да се случи това чудо с него, той самият трябваше да направи нещо. First thing he wasn't at home. Watching, doing, just talking or whatever they did in those days. He was somewhere where the gospel was being preached. So that's why it's so important to get up and get here when people are preaching the gospel. And look and listen to us, to the people who are talking. Now look at this man. It says here, uh, um, it says, let's look at the verses again. First for seven it says, and, and they were preaching the gospel there, so they were preaching. Verse eight says there was this man that had no strength in his legs and he was a cripple from his mother's womb and he never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Now I don't know how long Paul was speaking. Knowing Paul, this was probably a series of meetings. He'd been there every night, every day for maybe weeks and weeks. And the word gospel means good news. Paul wasn't preaching God hated them and that he was God wanted to get them for all their sins. Paul was preaching there's freedom from sin, there's freedom from sickness, there's freedom from poverty. And that's what we preach. I, we preach that if we keep our eyes on God, we will receive from God and our lives will start taking a different direction from the lives of the people who don't honor God. The Bible talks about a distinction between a, a difference between the people that serve God and the people that don't serve God. Now sometimes that distinction doesn't happen overnight. But as the years go on, it becomes very obvious who's got God's blessing on them and who hasn't. And I just tell you one thing. Your mouth has everything to do with it, what you speak, what you say. You know, I know that most people who don't know Jesus are champion complainers. Champion uh, moaners and groaners and complainers. They could enter into the Olympics <laughs> for, for, for complaining. But if you don't stop complaining, you won't receive much from God. 
You've got to look at bad circumstances and you've got to pick out the one good thing and praise God for it. That's why we do testimonies after, you know, we do testimonies. Now the devil might have done ten bad things to you this week and only one good thing has happened from God. We only want to hear the one good thing that's happened from the Lord. Now that's a strange concept for many people. I try not to say the things that are bad that are going on in my life. But I do give praise for the good things that are happening in my life. When you're complaining, you're actually praising the devil for what he's doing in your life. And you're giving him greater opportunity to do more. And you're receiving more curse than you were before you started complaining. And we, we don't need any more curse curse. It's bad enough out there and it is without making it worse. But if we put our eyes on Jesus and on the cross and on what he has done for us and we praise him for the good he's doing in our lives the good will increase if I could stop up everyone's mouth in this in this makala and every time you man, you're about to say something uh, negative an angel came and slapped his hand across your mouth I'm talking about everyone now, the whole Machala. We need a lot of angels, of course. But let's say no one said nothing negative from now on. The first thing we would find is that it would be a very quiet machala. But secondly, if only the good things were allowed to come out, very shortly the whole machala would start to change. But, and I, but I can control me. And if I stop the words that are coming out of my mouth that are poisoning me, I will have more life. 
И ако аз спра всички тези а, а, лоши неща, които ми идват в някой момент и нали, да ги кажа, ако успея да се спра, да не ги кажа, защото те са една отрова, тя тази отрова ще спре да заразява живота ми. И аз всъщност ще започна да получавам повече добри неща. You know, Знаете ли, вие по същия начин, ако искате да видите добри резултати, ако искате да видите, че нещата се променят във вашия живот, живота на други, You can change things immediately by actually changing the way you talk. And if you started changing, complaining for praising, immediately you would start feeling happier and healthier. And God will be able to do more for you. Your, your mind will be clear and free. You know, many people want someone like me to, to wave a magic wand and change their life into something amazing. That is Walt Disney. That, that is a fantasy. It, change will come when we change what we say out of our mouths. Now, a lot of what we say is what we're looking at. This man in verse 9 says, This man heard Paul speaking. And, and a process started here that's really important just to look at quickly. As Paul preached, this man started to see himself mm, maybe I could be healed maybe I don't have to die with these crippled legs and the more he thought about it the bigger it became and he became excited and as Paul looked across his audience and looked at all the people he was talking to Paul could see some people who were asleep other people who wanted him to shut up and so they could go and have go home Most people were very excited about what he was saying. But this one man was looking different than everyone else. Paul must have known him he must have seen him there meeting after meeting and 
And Paul realized that he was in the position that he could receive a, a miracle of healing from Calvary's from the cross of Jesus into his legs. And Paul said, stand up on your feet. And the power of God hit him like lightning. And he not only he actually says here, uh, the man heard, this is verse 9, the man heard Paul speaking, and Paul observed him intently and seeing he had faith to be healed, and he said in a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet, and he leaped and he walked. И се казваше, той слушаше Павла като говореше, а Павел като се взря в него и видя, че има вяра да бъде изцерен, рече силен глас, стани на нозете си и той скочи и ходеше. So this man was crippled on the floor, sitting on his backside. Значи това човек, преди да бъде изцерен, е бил просто един инвалид човек, той е бил усъкътен, сакав човек, не е можел да ходи. The next thing is up this high in the air, off the ground. And then he lands on his feet. And he's walking And because he had his focus on Jesus and not on his crippled legs, he got a miracle. Do you remember when Peter was called by Jesus, come, walk on the water? As long as Peter was looking at Jesus, he was walking on the water. Hallelujah. But then he started looking around at the big waves and the strong winds and the rain. And he went down. If you are complaining, you're like Peter going under. But if you're looking at Jesus, the miracles are happening. You go, wow, I don't know how, but we keep feeding the family and we keep paying the bills. When we started the football team, no money, nothing, didn't know what we were doing, but we had our eyes on Jesus. The Federation said you won't be here until you won't last four months, three months at the most. That was four years ago. And we still keep moving going forward. And the money keeps coming in to pay the games and to, to, to do, do what we need to do. If me and Shagan looked at the bank account, we would just go, oh, give it up, forget it. 
God keeps providing. We've never got enormous amounts of money in the bank. But we've always got enough money for the next set of games, for the next uh, minibus rides. We always seem to have God just seems to give us the money for the next game, for the next game. Because we are looking at Jesus. So going to make him cry on each other's shoulders many times. But if me and Shagan just cried and said, oh, you know, Shagan, what are we going to do? And Shagan goes, Craig, what are we going to do? We wouldn't have a football team. One last example. Paul and Silas were thrown in prison for preaching the gospel. I think they got whipped before they were thrown in, so they were whipped and then put into prison and chained up. Where is that sugar in the Bible? You know? It's in the book of Acts, it's a story. Now, if you'd been whipped and you'd been thrown in prison and you thought that your head would be chopped off in the morning, you wouldn't be a happy bunny. You'd wish you'd never heard about Jesus, you'd wish you'd never gone to church. You'd wish you'd stayed at home and watched television. But they had preached the gospel and now they were in prison for it. And at midnight, the other prisoners, where is it? Let's just look at that in Acts chapter 16. Yeah, uh, Acts 16. Uh, turn with it in your Bibles. And it's from verse uh, 16. Verse 16 or uh, chapter 16. Uh, uh, chapter 16 and verse 16. I won't go right from there. Alright, right, uh, right, here we go. Basically, it says, um, verse, it says, it says uh, verse 22, it says, The multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. <laughs> Now, then when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding them the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. Paul and Silas had every reason to be very, very sad, very, very upset, and, and complain to God what was going on. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. It says suddenly there was a great earthquake and the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. Can I just see that a miracle came 
They were, they were delivered. They walked out of that prison. An incredible miracle happened. But if Paul and Silas had actually started complaining and, and moaning and, 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 and asking God what was going on, the next day there could have been two funerals can you see the, the, how important it is to, to have an attitude of gratitude as Shagan says and keep our eyes always on Jesus and some, some of you need to tell each other say look I don't want to hear any more complaining Just stop it, I don't want to hear any more complaining Either walk out of the room or get everyone to start praising the Lord. I'm telling you this will change my life and your life. If we change this, our lives will start to change. But if you don't, they won't. You know, many of you have asked God for miracles and you need to keep your eyes on God and keep praising and thanking Him for those miracles. God is faithful, but we've got to keep our eyes on Him. You've been a really good audience to hear. I know this word has gone into you. And I know you're going to put it into practice. And the Bible says that in the houses of the righteous there's like shouts of joy. Sometimes I hear my next door neighbors and there's all sorts of shouts and often they're not shouts of joy. And I tell you, look, I've done my fair share of complaining. I've complained a lot. There's been shouts from Craig's house, and they haven't all been shouts of joy. But that's changing. <laughs> I'm determined there will be more rejoicing coming out of Craig's house than ever before. And I'm keeping my eyes on the cross. My eyes on Jesus. And I'm keeping a watch over my mouth. Let me just pray a moment. Father, thank you for a really strong blessing of prosperity and health on every member of this church. Thank you, Lord, that their bodies are getting healthier and, and, and more finances coming to them. And the answers to their prayers. The same for Brother Service and for Shegan and for me. And Lord, we won't muck it up by saying negative things. 
We'll keep our eyes on you. And keep, and keep being grateful for everything you've done for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Daddy. Well done. Show the hope to you, mate. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, uh, you see, I just what what happened to Paul and Silas? You see, it takes. I mean, it is not normal for you to be in a situation where you're going to die and you start praising God. На пръв поглед не е нормално, нали, да си в такава ситуация, едва ли не на следващата сутрин ще обезглавят, ти знаеш, че ще умреш и да ти се иска да хвалиш Бога. Normally you expect Paul to say like this, and this is Silas and Paul. I am Paul, you are Silas. Silas, you will be nice again. That kind of 
kind of chains, so many, so many of us as Christians, those kind of chains need to be loosed from our life for we to, to really receive from God. И точно такива здрави яки вериги имат някои хора в своя живот и те трябва да бъдат освободени от тези вериги. These chains are invisible. И тези вериги разбира се са невидими. знаете какво представляват, нали, какво представлява една верига, може би има сред вас хора, които се занимават с такова нещо. аз говоря за едни невидими вериги. И тая верига може би може да се явява твой език. Може да е някаква верига на някакъв лош навик или лоши навици, които имаш. Но ти трябва да я отмахнеш. Тая верига трябва да направиш така, че тя да напусне живота ти. Тая верига може дори да е неверие. И трябва да ви кажа, че именно тази на неверие, тази верига на неверие е ужасна. Тя е една от най-ужасни. Вие представете ли си, Библията има описани случки, при които Исус отива на някакво място. И там всъщност не може да извърши никакво чудо сред хората. И знаете ли защо? Защото е имало хората, които са практикували неверие. Значи тая верига на неверие просто ги е обвързала от всякъде. И по този начин това го е възпирало него и те не са могли самите дори да получат от него. Искам сега да направим една изповед, да кажете вие сами на себе си сега. Аз ще получа. Тази верига на неверие. Тази верига на неверие. Аз ти заповядвам да бъдеш разчупена в моя живот. И тази верига на негативно говорене бъде разчупена сега в моя живот в името на Исус. Веригата на грях Верига на оплакване. Аз те смъмрям. И сега аз ще искам сега да повторите следното. Аз ще правя положителни изповеди. Ще изповядвам думи на вяра. В името на Исус. Има ли някой тук, който иска да предаде живота си на Исус? Трябва да кажем на такива хора, това е стъпка номер едно, при която ти се приближаваш до Бог и вече можеш по-лесно да получаваш от Него. Слава Бога и всички сме спасени. Окей, искам тогава да се помоля за едно семейство. Искам сега да се помолим всички заедно и нека да затворим очи. I want us to pray for 
mother has seen Искам да се молим за Асен и за неговата майка. Майка му мисля, че се казва Златка. Може би знаете каква е създалата ситуация с тяхното семейство, църквата. Нека да се молим. Отче в името на Исус, ние идваме пред Тебе сега и предаваме това семейство на Тебе. И Господи Дявол е дошъл да открадне от тях. Боже, аз вярвам, че Ти си Бог, който дава живот и който скъщи да даде живот и Ти си обладил добри неща с тях. И Господи, аз вярвам, че Ти искаш те да бъдат спасени и те да бъдат щастливи, да имат щастлив живот. И отче, аз сега се моля за тях. Докусни, Господи, техните сърца. Докусни, Господи, техния ум. Боже, да косни ги така, че те да могат сами да се обърнат. Дай им, Господи, да имат едно покаяно сърце. Господи, аз знам, че ти ги обичаш. И Господи, като църква, ние също ги обичаме и се молим за тях. Благослови ги, Господи. In Jesus' name. Lord, Amen. 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 But I want to advise the church. We love them. We pray for them. But do not get involved in anything they want to do concerning marriage. Но не се наемайте да вършите каквото и да било нещо по отношение на брак. Църквата е срещу тези техни действия, които те правят. Не е библейско това, което те правят. И моля ви се, не се замесвайте в тези зли действия, които те искат да направят. Защото църквата е срещу това. И библията също библейски не е правил. Не си позволявайте дори една стоцинка да дадете в подкрепа на това нещо. Не бъдете част от това нещо. Внимавайте. Амин! Някой има ли свидетелство, което да даде? Някакво откровение или някой, който да иска да се молим за него? Ако никой няма, аз имам да ви кажа. Ако никой няма, аз имам да ви кажа. Ако никой няма, аз имам да ви кажа. Вярвам, че когато ви върваме в църква, ще бъде регулярна в църква. Ние вярваме, че този път ти ще бъде дълго в църква. Да! Слава на Бога! И ние ви обичаме. Какво ще бъде в църква? Какво ще бъде в църква? Какво ще бъде в църква? Защото Яко Бог иска да те използва, ти имаш чудесен клас и това иска да го падеш. Ако ти си танцува, и танцувай, може и да танцуваш. Амин! 
I have a testimony. Let me talk about my testimony. Yesterday, God added one more year to my many years to come. No, God added one more year to my many years to come. One more year. That's my birthday. If they are in a hurry. God is grace has been sufficient in my life. Let me tell you something. I was sick, he healed me. I was sick in the future. Yes. I was confused, he gave me wisdom to live. He gave me a wonderful wife who loved me. I praise God, I love her. And we have wonderful blessed children, three children. And I want to thank God for this family right now, you all. You are a wonderful family, please. We love you with our hearts. I love you all with my heart. And that is why anything God tells me to tell you, even sometimes you might get hungry, But I say it because I love you. And you have been a wonderful family, great family for this years that we, 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 we fellowship together. Brother Kazim, I really appreciate you a lot. And uh, every, every, every member of this church, I really appreciate you. And I want to thank God for Greg and Melina too. Pastor Greg and his wife. Making them was divine. And they are, they are very, very good people. And they have, they have been a blessing to my life. Please, in your private time, pray for us all. When you're saying, Boji, Dami Tazikula, Dami Tazikula, Dami Tazikula, just ah, Boji, Bogoslovi, Brashevi, Brakrek, Brakrek. And when you're saying, Boji, you want something from God, Boji, Dami, 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 I want to thank you for Brother Sabes and everybody, everybody also. Everybody, yeah, thank you. Teddy, thank you for coming today. We bless you. <laughs> so I give God.
blessing. Amen. And uh, I'm just 40 years old, Nadesh. How much? 40. 40? Yeah, Nadesh, huge, long boy. 40? Da.